Hello, my name is Nick Spasic, and you're listening to From and Inspired By, a podcast about soundtracks and the people who make them. On this episode, we speak with musician Caitlin Tarver about her win on NBC's Songland, her role as Joe on Nickelodeon's Big Time Rush, and more. the same me cause daily I've become so fragile one pull on one string I come unraveled and I feel bad feel bad for feeling bad cause look what I have and I even feel guilty for that can I trust myself everything I thought I knew is somewhere else I'm scared that if I say things I won't have the same things anymore I don't feel like I'm home Never thought I'd be someone that I'd outgrow I'm scared that if I say things I won't have the same things anymore It's our hundredth episode. Holy smokes, we can't believe it. I I am frankly astonished that the show has made it this long and featured the guests that it has. Thank you all for downloading and telling your friends and retweeting and all of that jazz. Continue to do so so that we can get more guests like this week's, who is Caitlin Tarver. NBC's hit show Songland's 2019 winner. Caitlin Tarver, released her latest single, Feel Bad, at the end of March. Leading Nashville group Old Dominion recorded her song Young, and the Songland-winning track was featured on a Joseph Kahn-directed Jeep TV commercial, which Tarver also starred as the main character in. She is what we call a multi-hyphenate. Tarver also lays claim to a hefty acting resume in addition to her music career. She recently starred alongside Dwayne The Rock Johnson in HBO's Ballers. We talk about all of this and more in a really great interview. All we had was a feeling All we knew is we were leaving A couple drops in the ocean Go back for just a moment Before the music was jaded Before the picture was faded Falling with our eyes open It's gone before you know it Lately I've been thinking about it, baby If we made it complicated Or if this is just life Again, thank you so much for taking time uh, to talk to me today. Um, you've got quite an interesting career. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a true statement. <laughs> what I find like most interesting is that like you, um, most people are probably familiar with you from your role as Joe on Big Time Rush. Um Yes. which was a show about a singing group and you are yourself mm -hmm. a singer, but you didn't really mm -hmm. get to sing on that show. Right. Yeah. No, I was like just a girlfriend of one of the guys in the big time rush band on the show. 
And I mean, I think at that point I didn't have a lot of music out, so it wasn't like super known that I was a singer. So I think it just kind of never uh, meshed up on that show for whatever reason. But yeah, it was kind of funny. (laughs) Is it sort of surreal, like knowing that you have a talent that is sort of tied into a program, but not being able to showcase that aspect of your, your talent pool? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, there was a little bit of like, oh, I wish there was a way to, you know, connect my singing career to this acting job that I have. But there was also something nice about it being separate at the time. Like it gave me a chance to, I don't know, kind of go film and then go to a studio and work with a songwriter and kind of be in a different headspace and a different world and be like, okay, what do I actually want to write? And what do I you know, how am I just kind of finding my voice a little bit. I had a little bit more time and space to do that, which I think ultimately ended up being nice. I think you're the first guest that I've had on the show that was ever on like one of those reality singing programs, which I find, (laughs) I just find fascinating because it's like a lot of talent, but like it, it, like commodified in like a very weird way. Like it's so weird. It's like a, like it was uh was that your 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 first like experience like uh like on camera in, in, on a national sort of level are you referring to um american, american juniors? juniors yes yes okay um yes that was definitely my first taste of like <laughs> tv national tv cameras stage like all of that um Cause I was like, and if you watch clips from that show, you can tell this right away, but I was like definitely plucked out of small town, Georgia, um, and put on, you know, into this whirlwind of a show and had no idea what was going on and like still had a really thick accent. And like, I wasn't like a professional kid. Like I was like singing before that I was like singing in church and like little small town festivals. Like I'm from a, town that like literally has like around 3,000 people so it was like (laughs) true small town uh life and I you know they just premiered season one of American Idol and I was like oh this show's amazing I would want to do something like that and then they announced they were doing one for kids and I was like I have to audition just like expecting to be kind of blown out of the water by everyone else in America all these other like talented prodigy kids um and then somehow made it through and like ended up being on the show all summer and it was uh it's kind of a joke in our family now that that show kind of ruined all of us for good and made us all want to go into show business because we were like as a family out in LA at kind of like formative ages and we were like we love this (laughs) so now like my brother's an actor I'm an actor, a musician, my sister's an actor. Like, we all are, like, out trying to do it still in L.A. So um, it was really uh, formative. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. I look back on it, and I had a good time. I was just kind of blissfully unaware of a lot of things, and I think that I think that helped. <laughs> what was it like returning to reality TV, like, like a solid like 16 (laughs) years later when you were on songland last year yeah it was strange um because you know after you do something 
like a reality show, you definitely get a crash course into like, I don't know what it's like to kind of be in that whirlwind. Um, and, you know, like you said, it had been a long time since American Juniors, obviously. And I was out, I had been on Big Time Rush at that point and a couple other TV shows and had released music of my own and was playing shows. And um, when I got approached by, you know, NBC to do it, I was like, oh, like, I don't know. There's so much unknown. Like, I don't know what the format is. And I was definitely had a lot of, uh, I don't know, like hesitation around it. But the thing that I liked about it was it was focusing on songwriting, which is a world that I feel like is very underrepresented. Um, And I just, you know, it was a part of my career that I had kind of, I don't know, like grown a lot in and had come to really love. And I was like, you know, if I have a chance to like try something like this out, like why not just see what happens? And that was kind of my attitude towards it. Um, But I will say I definitely came into Songland with a lot more (laughs) experience and probably a lot more like knowledge of how it was all going to feel, which I think ended up helping me there. So, just to not be like so overwhelmed by it all. <laughs> what I found, what I always find really interesting about like some of those uh, competition programs, especially like where they're like, it's an undiscovered, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. like whether it's like last comic standing or songland or something like that, mm-hmm. it's undiscovered in mm-hmm. that like maybe they're not like a name name, but there's always all these people <laughs> who are on it who have had like pretty good careers. Like, you help the undiscovered is very interesting description for someone who helped co-wrote like a number one single (laughs) (laughs) i know yeah yeah no for sure um yeah i don't know like but isn't it crazy that like i think that's a good thing to to always be aware of it's like there's this idea of like okay you're gonna go to hollywood and try to make it um, and I think over my time of being in this industry, I've realized that that's just not really a thing. Like, there's obviously those moments that you get a certain gig or a certain accomplishment that puts you on a track to the next level, but it's always way more like gradual and um, kind of like gray area than you think when you set out to do it, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Um, because yeah, like there is such a black and white feeling of like all these undiscovered people who were now going to put on this platform and now they're going to be, you know, household names. It's like, <laughs> um, it doesn't really work like that. So yeah, I mean, I had written a song that Cheryl Cole ended up recording and putting out and it did go number one in the UK in like 2014, which was super unexpected. Like I was writing for my own project at the time and just had written that song and didn't really think it was for me. So the producer pitched it to her and then she put it out. And so that was like my first experience with getting a song cut by another artist. Um, And so it kind of gave me like, I was like, Oh, I guess this is like something I'm capable of doing. Um, Which was, you know, kind of uh, confidence boosting, I guess. And so, um, but at the same time, it's like, there is always like another level to try and get to. It's like I've had one song cut, but I want another one now. And so, you know, when you do a song like or a show like Songland, it's like um, 
some people definitely were like, oh, I know her from Big Time Rush or whatever else. And then there were plenty of people who had never heard of me before. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm always just kind of trying to take opportunities. So the the interesting thing about that that song, Young, that um, Mm -hmm. was then featured in a Jeep commercial, like that Jeep commercial was directed by Joseph Kahn, who has done like me who 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 does like big name music videos like he did Britney Spears yeah. womanizer He's like and, truly legendary <laughs> like so many like uh Taylor Swift videos like he is like he he did he did bad blood like i think that's like how yeah. everybody probably he knows did that one toxic yeah by Britney like he's been around forever um and he's yeah, like truly legendary. It was crazy. Like not only, yeah, that was unique to like our episode. The Old Dominion episode was going to be, you know, it was in partnership with Jeep. So it was going to, the winning song was going to be featured in a Jeep commercial. And so that was already really cool. And then I found out, you know, I won and I was like, great. And then they're like, Joseph Kahn's directing the commercial. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then they're like, and they'd actually like you to be in the commercial. <laughs> And I was like, huh? Um, that was just a really wild turn of events. <laughs> and I ended up getting to work with Joseph Kahn and be an actress in a video for a song I wrote but wasn't singing. Like It was like <laughs> a lot of weird angles. But again, I was just kind of going with it and wasn't going to pass up an opportunity to be like get to work with Joseph Kahn and, and get to kind of bring the song to life through that commercial, which – you know, it, it felt like a music video. Like, it looks like which obviously that's what he does. Yeah. Um. So it was like part commercial, part music video, and I thought it fit the song really well. That was just like it. It's that's such a crazy ride. I can only mm-hmm. imagine. <laughs> uh. So you have a, a a new single out. Uh. Feel bad that just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh. When we we're recording this last week. Um. Yeah. What was sort of like the the genesis of that song and video? Because it is like I know you're you're. It, I always find it like it's like, are you doing okay? Like whenever like any songwriter like writes a song about a bad relationship <laughs> and they're they're like married, uh, I'm just like everything okay? Uh-huh. Like everything fine? Like I understand like it it is like the art and the. You're writing stories <laughs> like like Stephen King right, doesn't right. actually summon demons, you know. Um, but no, it's 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 really sort of like your videos are very um, like they always seem to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, it is that line of like you know, as a songwriter, I am trying to write about what I'm experiencing and what I'm kind of going through, and. Um, and then getting to do a video with it and sort of tell the story even more is always just a cool opportunity as an artist. Um, and with Feel Bad, I sort of said this on a couple, like on my Twitter and stuff, but I did uh, a couple other songs that came out before this. One was called Somebody Else. One was called Cynical. Um, and all the songs and the videos in my head kind of tie in together um and are sort of just telling the story of like for me I think it was just like a time of writing in my life and it was all kind of I mean I can talk about I can go into it so much but it's basically just 
growing up and confronting different parts of yourself and realizing that, you know, you're getting older and certain things didn't happen the way you thought and certain things are harder than you thought and um, some things happened that you weren't expecting and what does that mean? And I don't know. I think it's just I was going through a time of, like, a lot of self-discovery and that can be cool and also very disorienting, if that makes sense. Like, um, and especially I've been, you know, I'm married and I've been in a relationship. I've been with my husband for 10 years, like basically all of my twenties. And I think any relationship that goes on, you know, for that long, you're changing and that's inevitably going to affect the other person. And like, I was dealing with like, Oh, that the, these thoughts of like, man, we've seen each other, you know, go through a pretty pivotal stage of life and we've done it together. And that's always going to be happening. We're always going to be changing and we're always going to be shifting. And like, what does that mean? And I think when you, especially when you get married young and when you like meet someone young, I think that can maybe hit a little harder. I don't know. Cause you change so much over your twenties, but I think it's always going to happen. And I think, I don't know, all that stuff was just going, I, that's what I was experiencing. And it was like pretty obvious that I needed to write about it. And um, I found a couple of collaborators that helped me go there and helped me try to, you know, put words to some of these feelings and songs. And um, yeah, it was really cathartic and vulnerable and kind of scary to put them out and put the videos out and kind of, you know, yeah, open yourself up to having people be like, are you okay? <laughs> um, and I mean, getting to be like, I mean, yeah, but also sometimes no. Like, and I think that, I don't know, that's what I get drawn to in songs is like when just super honest and saying something that we all experience but don't talk about. Like, I think I'm just always pushing to do that more and more in my music because I don't know. I just think we're all the same and we're going through the same stuff. And it's like, it's so helpful when people talk about it and say it out loud. Cause it's like, Oh, okay. Thank God. I'm not the only one. Um, so I think I was just trying to push myself to do that. <laughs> well, I think it's a big thing of like, when, whenever you're coming up on like a decade change, like when you're going from like your twenties to your thirties or your thirties to your forties, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just like, it's like, Oh no, like, this is this is this is a a delineation point, and I need to reevaluate everything I've done over the last ten years. <laughs> right. So exactly. no, uh, what I find really interesting is also sort of like at the same time, like the the role that you were playing on Ballers was like different mm -hmm. than the roles that you had played up to that point. Like you kind of got to be a bit of a hard ass on that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 for sure. Was that, like, sort of, like, a really, like, a nice thing, like, like at that sort of, oh, like, yeah. transition point? Yeah, it was so fun. I mean, getting to – everything about that character was fun. It was fun to be on Ballers. It was fun to work with Rob Corddry and The Rock. <laughs> I mean, and Russell Brand. And, like, my character's hair and makeup and outfits and everything was just, like – so over the top and great. And yeah, like you said, I got to be a little bit of a hard ass, which was really fun. And I felt like, you know, a part of my kind of 
ability as an actress to play, you know, more adult characters. And um, up until that point, I haven't really got to do it. So it was, it was really fun for me to get to play and to just be on more of a comedic show and get to kind of push the envelope a bit. It was, it was really fun. I was going to ask how it is working with the rock, but like the way you said his name, I think like answers that question more fully than anything yeah. else you could say. He's just larger. He's just larger than life. Like you're like, Oh my God, the rock. Um, <laughs> he was super nice though. And really, really encouraging and like took time to talk to me on set and asked me about, you know, what I do. And I told him about my music and he was really, really nice. It was a great experience. So now that you have this single out, you were going to be touring this spring, but um, like, how are you adjusting your plans uh, going forward? I know you're doing like some Instagram live performances. Yes. Yeah. I, um, I took like, you know, some time to be sad about the tour getting canceled (laughs) and I really didn't have much motivation to do anything. And then I was like, all right, get over it and figure out a way to like make it work while tour everything is canceled. Um, so yeah, I've been doing these Instagram lives. I've done two so far. Um, I'm just bringing on some songwriter friends of mine, um, and artist friends of mine to just share the screen and each play a couple songs and talk about what we're doing. And it's just kind of very loose, but it's been really fun so far. And I think it's nice for, all of us to have something that we have to do <laughs> during the day. <laughs> um, it's been nice for me anyway. Uh, and yeah, it's been going well. So I'm doing them. So I have three more this week um, and they're at 12 PM, but I usually keep it up, you know, like on my story for 24 hours. So you can go back and watch it. Um, yeah. Go watch me play a couple songs every day and I'll probably keep it going. I mean, who knows when this is going to, and <laughs> so I'll probably just be doing stuff like that and, um, yeah, finding ways to kind of keep performing as much as I can because, yeah, like you said, I was supposed to be on tour and I was really looking forward to that. Um, but I'm actually having Hot Shell Ray come on do an Instagram Live with me on Friday so we can talk about, you know, what city we should have been in <laughs> um, <laughs> instead of being in our living rooms, but, you know, making it making it work. Well, fantastic. Hey, Caitlin, thank you so much for doing this. This was so much fun. Wow, thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Um, I will make sure that... Don't know what I want to do tonight. Sick of feeling like I'm picking fights. I get mad at almost everything. No, I'm not the way I used to be. I just want someone to tell me that I'm okay. Yeah, I want someone to tell me that I'm okay. Some peace of mind is all I'm trying to find Tell friends I'm fine, but I feel broken inside Thanks to Caitlin Tarver for talking with me. You can find the singer at her website, which is CaitlinTarver.com. That is K-A-T-E-L-Y-N-T-A-R-V-E-R, as well as on Twitter and Instagram at Caitlin Tarver. You can find links to purchase all of the music you heard on the show in the show notes for this episode, which are at FromAnInspiredBy.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at FromInspiredPod and can be found on Instagram at FromAnInspiredBy. 
You can subscribe to us via Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Click those follow and subscribe buttons, please, and do tell your friends. Please hit up the website and click on the Aid and Assistance button to help pay for web hosting and long-distance fees, and remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. We'll be back in two weeks talking with musician Steve Tulipana of the band Season to Risk about the band's appearance in Catherine Bigelow's 1995 sci-fi thriller, Strange Days. Until then, thanks for listening. Like your childhood room when you're home for a long weekend Everything's the same but it all feels different I remember when I used to Know that I was safe next to you Now I'm standing in the same place